Welcome, historians. Host Austin he they she and host Brenda she her have been waiting for you. Come along for secret histories of nerd mysteries. everyone. <laughs> Welcome to episode 81 of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries, a very professional podcast where Brenda doesn't cough right after doing the, the fucking sing clap. Right after. <laughs> I don't know why it was so funny, but it really was. It's our, it's cottonwood season, so. <laughs> what I don't. What does that mean? Oh, ever you're. I'm allergic to cottonwood. It's everywhere. Haven't oh, you seen it? Haven't I'm not allergic. Seen? I'm not allergic to it, so I promise I don't uh, even notice it. It it gets so thick out here. Like they line my driveway, and they're like tumbleweeds, like large oh. masses of rolling cottonwood, and it's everywhere. That sounds like, personal at that point. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's awful. I mean, it's better than um, we have a willow tree, and in the springtime, willow tree like blooms like fall off, and they're like, oh, they're just they get everywhere. It's awful. So at least cottonwood is um, fluffy, I guess. <laughs> but it's That's everywhere. Oh my god! Well, uh, um, so before the show started, me and Brenda were talking about the alcoholic Mountain Doom of Baja Blast. Yes. Um. And I found somewhere we can order some called Legacy Wine and Spirits out mm-hmm. in Arkansas. Would you like to hear the safety check they gave me for looking at this? The, just a simple pop-up. <laughs> Are you 21? Yes or no? There is no, like, <laughs> put in your birth. Like, I get even they, birthday, you yeah. could lie. Uh, throughout it's the show, like- I might be trying to check on, like, do they want, like, a picture of my ID? Or, like, like there has to be a safety check to buy this online. Yeah, I can't just be gonna- like, hey, you're 21, right? Okay, cool. <laughs> At the beginning, yeah, that that seems like at the beginning of the pandemic, I was trying to like get White Claw because for some reason it wasn't in stores. Mm-hmm. What a weird time. Anyway, I was like trying to order some, and I got the same thing, and I was just like, "What?" And then they were just like, "Oh, we can't send it to you in Michigan." And I'm like, "Give it to me." Yeah, me- <laughs> we have a lot of weird liquor laws here. I found out. Yeah, we finally can. Uh, for a while, we couldn't sell flavored uh, soju here. Mm. Um. Because of like the how sweet it is and how dangerous it is. That's Austin. Fair. Have you have you had soju? No, I just had this conversation earlier in a gilded server I'm in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am afraid because everyone I like the stories I've seen you on soju, and not that it's like bad. <laughs> it's not like I say it like you're on like methamphetamines. It's more of just like I don't know what'll happen. Yeah, it sneaks up on you. If I'm that drunk. Because it takes a lot to get me drunk. I'm six foot, six feet tall. Mm-hmm. I weigh like 270 pounds. It takes a lot. And it's something I'm just like, it makes it easy to drink with people. Because I'm like, most likely, 
I will be buzzed. I've been like full drunk a few times and I've only been hungover once in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And that is including like I've stayed out drinking all night before when in Japan and I was fine. Um, yeah. So I'm afraid, especially since being hungover exactly once. I'm like, whoa, wait, people j- j- just happens and people keep drinking. <laughs> I think I'm dying. <laughs> So I've actually had hangovers a very small amount of time, considering the fact that I'm 5'1", sometimes 5'2", if just, I'm lucky. You're just built different. Yeah, like, um, oh, Austin, do you remember pre-pandemic, before I moved away, we went to a friend's wedding? Yes. <laughs> do you remember what yeah, happened at I that do. wedding? I do remember. I, we were I, People were very concerned. I like entire table went to go find you yeah (laughs) i drank too much wine and then i made the mistake of mixing in alcohol and so brenna had to throw up and i just kept taking more juices do you i remember you were like well i had told out this like reception hadn't started our table was gone our table was yeah we were all like just like chugging i was like another wine please and i told like our friend beforehand i was like hey i'm going through some stuff so i'm sorry if i start anything (laughs) she was like oh it's fine and i didn't start anything but i did have to throw up and by Mm -hmm. that point everyone was like just congregated in the women's restroom Mm -hmm. like and I was in a stall, and they were all, like, giving me tips for how to throw up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when it finally happened... This is gross talk. I'm sorry, everyone. But anyway, when it happened, everyone clapped. <laughs> like, <laughs> And then... I mean, Austin, what would you say the odds are that I would have had a hangover after that? Uh, I don't, like, 80%, because you threw up already, and that's, like, good, right? Yeah. Yeah, I threw up. I got a Gatorade on the way home. I was fine. I was good to go the next day. <laughs> Wow. I honestly could have stayed, but I was like, I should probably leave because <laughs> yeah. I felt fine. But um, I really like soju. We drank that at a Christmas party last year and mm-hmm. we just kept doing shots of it like all night. And wow. we were all like, we woke up the next morning. And we we're like, huh, we're fine. Wow. We're not hungover at all. But I have seen people get absolutely fucked over by soju. So <laughs> <laughs> who knows? It's It works in mysterious ways. But yeah, for a long time, they couldn't sell it here. So we had to have our friend from Chicago bring it in. Um, smuggler it's so easy to to drink drink too much um mm-hmm. yomakan one year i promise i'll stop talking about soju stories but yomakan one year i did the singing competition i won i got back to the hotel room i drank a chew high i drank half a strawberry soju and then i ran around the renaissance center in circles just invincible just yeah you're, I was, just like in this moment i swear i'm immortal i was just like i'm not disabled anymore literally me um spoiler alert i was still disabled (laughs) i was wrong Mm -hmm. uh anyway super not i don't even know how we got there i'm not gonna lie we have baja blast mountain dew once again one more thing to say yeah so it's hard to get i was in las vegas Mm -hmm. when because they have the taco bell cantina in las vegas where Mm -hmm. you can get married um and there they have the slushy the alcoholic um Baja mm-hmm. Blast slushy, and I didn't go. I didn't Why? go, Austin. <laughs> There's just so much I'm stuff angry. to do. Well, it's like, do we want to like eat at a fancy place or do we want to go to Taco Bell? But I didn't know they had the slushies, and I That's was like, fair. Oh, I mean, fuck. yeah. But one last thing, I promise, I mm-hmm. promise. Um, Buffalo Wild Wings has their own alcoholic Long Island iced tea Mountain Dew. Concoction. That's, that is a lot of words to process. Yeah, One second. <laughs> it's like a greenish, a 
a dark, dark, dark green that's mm-hmm. almost black. You know how like mm-hmm. when they dye candy black, sometimes right. it's just a very concentrated green. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the color of this Long Island Buffalo Wild Wings um, beverage. And you can bet your britches when I come to Grand Rapids, someone is drinking that with me <laughs> on the Buffalo Wild Wings outdoor that's balcony That's wild porch. you say someone like it's not going to be me. I have a it's $10 gonna be you. coupon to Buffalo Wild Wings that I got in t- the start of the pandemic because I messed up my order <laughs> not once, but three separate times I had to drive back and be like, this is not the food I ordered. Please, please give me the wings. <laughs> <laughs> the first time they gave me only one of the wing like sets of wings. And I was like, hey, yeah. we ordered a 20 pack. And I like they were in they were different sauces. So I'm sure I was in my head. You I'm like, I was wrong... just sitting under the warmer. Yeah. They gave it to me. You just me. got the wrong order. Yeah. I open it this time before I drive away, open it in my car. Now, granted, I'm in the city, so like I'm not parked right in front of the place. I like walk to my car, open yeah. it. The wings were unsauced. No. <laughs> and I go Who back. Unsauced wings. Like, hey, these wings don't have sauce. Can you just put sauce on them? They can't because serve safe. I get it. They have to make yeah, new that wings. Makes sense. And they're like, I'm glad they. They're like also the promotion you bought was supposed to come with fries, which I didn't know. There was like a special back when like no one was having any business. They were like giving away all their food, so it didn't go bad. I was like, yeah, oh, I missed cool. that. Uh, and they, like, bring me a new... So now I have unsauced wings. The wings I originally got, which are cold, new fresh wings with sauce. I'm like, here you go. And I'm like, hey, I'm supposed to get fries, question mark? Like, oh, right, one second. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And so I have a $10 coupon that I can only use if I go there because it's, like, a certificate from the manager. Yeah. Because I tried to order online once, and I was like, there's no code on it, so I just took it in when I got another takeout order and like oh you have to like use this here or call us and tell us and i was like okay so i just have it on my fridge just collecting dust there's no we have to go we after jfax when i'm done selling i'm gonna call you up i'm gonna be like austin you got a sec we're gonna go to the b-dubs we're gonna get out on the balcony if the balcony's not full we'll see if they'll get it to go and we'll find a place to drink these a million percent (laughs) yeah Uh, you just let you just let me know and i will be be ready to go i'm so ready to try this it looks <laughs> <laughs> okay one second i have to send opal downstairs goodbye opal hi everyone this is brenda i'm sitting here and i want you to know as the listeners that the air conditioner guy is going to be coming soon to clean my air conditioner and he wasn't supposed to get here till 12 30 he had a window of 12 30 to 8 But I guess he's just, like, very on top of it because he's on his way right now. So you probably can hear dogs barking, which might mean that he's already here. And in that case, you might hear some banging or dog bark, more dog barking than usual. And it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm back. I'm I'm telling them about the air conditioner man who's going to (laughs) come. Who might already be here. There's an in, there's a, a... louder dog barking than usual but it's um, in the distance so i don't really know what's going on but could be here news. any minute we do have news we morbed too close to the sun too that's close to, way too close to the sun this could have gone terribly but thankfully it didn't go terribly and um it went, Sony exactly lost as planned. A, it went as planned all according to kcock <laughs> <laughs> All according to our Keikaku once again. <laughs> so last time we met, plan. we manifested the Morbius memes to just 
pontific they just triplicated themselves into the point where Sony took notice, all according to me and Brenda's Keikaku. Yes. Sony, you done go- you, you goofed it up big time. Like big goof. Uh so it went back Morbius had a special re-release because the memes took off. A uh, Jarrett Leto posted like a really not funny video <laughs> of reading <coughs> the quote unquote Morbius script that was called mm. Mor- Morbed 2 or something. He's just an awful man. Just an <laughs> awful man. Like he like like he posted that and like imme- every person you just felt them delete their meme. They're like, "Well, this is over." Yeah, like uh, immediately that went up and everyone was just like, "We're we morbed. We're, we morbed too much. Morbing's over." <laughs> Morbing's over. And that's let's move on. Uh mm-hmm. so on Friday it made $85,000 released na- this is nationwide in the US. For the entire mm-hmm. weekend it made about $280,000. Yeah. Uh, I did the math, and that is about $270-ish per theater uh, when you, like, look at, like, the average cost of a ticket. That is yeah. no money. <laughs> no. <laughs> that is zero. That is... The, the the theater would have lost, like... I don't know, like, the cut Sony gets for each screening or how that works, you know? Like, I don't know how those deals work. Finding info on that deals is pretty difficult. Um Yeah. I doubt Sony got any of the money back once the theater took any overhead. Yeah, exactly. Like, they had to have lost money because they have to, like, allocate a theater for it, Mm -hmm. show it. Nobody shows up because everyone's watching it illegally on Twitch. Yeah, everyone. Um, I don't understand. You're like, oh, everyone's memeing our movie. They must want to see it. You absolute child. Anyone (laughs) with the slightest inkling actually sat down and watched it for free on Twitch. So, like, if I have any inkling, I may as well do it right now. Exactly. It's... And, like, movie re-releases don't tend to even make a lot of money. Like, I think you mentioned that Hocus Pocus, which is, I would consider a popular movie, Mm -hmm. got a re-release and, you know, didn't do well again No, it made about... I was, like, uh... It was, like, a little bit over a million? Um, Yeah. Which people were, like, a million's a lot, and it's, like, a lot to a person, but to a for it to like a property that's that's no money that is yeah. an absolute flop that is not it was not worth the time to promote a re-release to do that exactly like all of the money and the budget it took to do that which i guess it also could have just been part of like the big merchandise pull the push mm-hmm. that they had um and like yeah. Pocus Pocus is a successful movie and you can watch it on disney plus but like mm-hmm. morbius is a bad movie it was already not- it already yeah. flopped once yeah not and, like recently, like not even like a couple years ago. This isn't like like two years yeah, ago. This isn't like people realizing that like oh hey, it's kind of fun to go see. Um, I don't know what's a what's a. I feel like Clue, the movie Clue. Clue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rocky Horror, like you mm-hmm. know the movies that are fun. Space Jam is fun to see in theaters with people. Mm-hmm. Movies that are fun to see again in theaters is like yeah. a communal thing. Morbius is just a bad movie. Yeah, like. Everyone already did all their jokes, like, on Twitch. Like, yeah. it's over. Like, we're, you know. We're, we're done here. Like, I, the best bet they had was not doing this and just hoping when it came out in digital that people buy it, if nothing else, to stream it on Twitch more for memes. Exactly. But I think, you know, memes are, like, such a flash in the pan now. Yeah. Like, we've already kind of moved on to something better. Yeah. Um, I think Venom is a significantly better movie. One, because it doesn't star Jared Leto. And two, <laughs> because... <laughs> It features Tom Hardy climbing into a lobster tank. <laughs> like it's just like I can't I can't trust the people how lo- like two hundred and seventy dollars 
per theater for the entire weekend. It's like on some days there's some screens are just empty. Yeah. Like nobody's showing up and like that could be a theater that could have like another showing of Top yeah. Gun in it cuz you Top know, Gun, Doctor um, Strange, everything everywhere all at once could be good. like that's more like, theaters, there'd be, yeah. There'd be someone in there. It might not be a lot cuz those movies are all big and like a lot of people who are going to go went already and so anyone left over like people like cuz like Doctor Strange is coming to Disney Plus in a few mm-hmm. weeks uh yeah. which is everything. news. Doctor yeah. Strange is coming to Disney Plus June twenty second. Yes, <laughs> I don't have to go pay to see it because I don't yeah. want to pay to see yeah, it. Exactly, um, exactly. Like people who like there's they could put something in that someone's like. I mean, it should be empty because it's been out for two months, right? Like they it could have been anything else. Yeah, literally any. They could have shown bad guys. I'm trying to remember what's in theaters right Bob's now. Bob's Burgers. Very, oh my god, yes! Bob's Burgers! Like, there's so many other things they could have shown that could have made some money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, my dog's barking. <laughs> um, the dog's gonna be barking most of this time, Yeah, everyone. So, okay, her, her name is Leia. She's three years old. Mm-hmm. She's a Labrador, but not really. Um... <laughs> <laughs> she likes to hold things in her mouth. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that is that is Morbin for mm-hmm. one last time. Uh, it's pretty much gone now. Like everyone has super moved on. There's more important things. Like it was like an off week, you know. Like nothing was like we were all waiting for Miss Marvel to come out. Yeah. Uh, we were all burnt out on Star Wars fans being annoying. Oh, yeah. So it was like let's let's morb for a bit. Miss Marvel comes out next week. We'll be fine. Yeah, it's like morbing is just like you don't have to think about morbing too much. Yeah, like you enjoy a piece of Star Wars media, and you know there's like all the fanboys crawling out of the woodwork to be like, oh, um. God. <laughs> I okay, all right, all right, okay, okay, all right, okay. So, <laughs> oh no, okay. I opened the floodgates. Yeah, okay, oh right. no. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. I yes. cannot fathom the idea that your power fantasy must always be perfect. I don't understand that people are like, there's so many things that are wrong. Okay, first of all, I saw so many people are like, they made Obi-Wan bow down to a female stormtrooper. Do you see the <laughs> messaging, bro? First of oh all, God. first of all, stormtroopers at this time in the in the empire's era aren't clones anymore dipshit no. like read a we fucking established book. this this is like very basic star wars i don't it's read any basic. of the books i don't have time like i've read a couple comics and i fucking know that we, we like, all, like if you're gonna be in these streets like this i'm gonna treat you like that if you're someone yeah. that's like i just like to i just watch the movies and i go home and you're not gonna make a fuss what like that is a true fan to me just as much as yep. anyone else doesn't matter yep. but if you're gonna be out here quoting lore you better fucking know what you're talking about if you're gonna um actually me you have to know that uh comic fans or sci-fi fans or like pop culture fans of any minority we know everything because yeah. we don't get to not know everything yeah like- you're gonna you're <laughs> listen you're gonna come at me sideways you better be fucking correct like, exactly. What do you mean? Oh, they're retconning that Leia nude Obi-Wan. Yeah, I know Obi-Wan since I was 10. Why did she call him Ben? She had no reason to know he called himself Ben. She didn't meet yeah. the man. Oh, yeah. she did. Makes sense She now. did. And it's like, that's why she called out to him specifically, because he helped her in the situation. <laughs> it <sighs> makes sense. It just, like, it, it would just be so much easier if 
you have an opinion about Star Wars that you probably just shut up because mm-hmm. it's going to be a whole thing. Exactly. It, and they just keep finding ex- increasingly like graspy at straws ways to like complain yes. about it. Enjoy it's, your Star Wars. Just watch <laughs> it. And if you're going to complain, go to your Discord with your eight friends that all hate each other and complain there because I don't fucking <laughs> yeah. care enough. You are wasting space and creating a toxic fandom. And exactly. I'm very glad that Star Wars fucking said something about it finally. <laughs> it's like Ian McGregor had to be like, stop Ian it. McGregor did the, I pulled over on the side of the road to be like, they're doing, <laughs> Ian McGregor was like on his way to some event because he's in, he's in, um, he's in the states like promoting because he was at star wars celebration mm-hmm. uh he's supposed to be at something else like he's in she's like in town quote unquote the states like going to events to promote the show mm-hmm. and that was like pull over on his way to some interview like you know his agents updating him like oh the fans are being like racist it looks like and that, he pulled his car over and was like yo bitch what <laughs> you fucking stop it <laughs> All of you. I'm. He's literally executive. He literally fought for this show. He's the executive yeah. producer of this show. There's. This is one of those things that like every decision. There's no way he wasn't a part of the casting story. Like he is loves being Obi Wan and he loves the Star Wars community. And mm-hmm. I don't think he knew how terrible they were. <laughs> he's been out of it for a while. Like he's just been kind of like on the edge of it, and now he's like back in it. And he's like, oh, you guys made this bad. <laughs> like, yeah. What so, have you done? Just like, I don't, I wonder what they tell themselves about that, but. Exactly. Just like, stop. Like, we don't, like, we don't care anymore. You've been told yeah. by the official hashtag verified brand and the face of it right now to shut the fuck up. So. Mm hmm. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we, do we still want to do the last news? The. Yeah, no, we got, so there's the one yeah. quick one, Dragon Age, the workers oh, yes. of the next Dragon Age game, the qual- the specifically the quality insurance testers voted unanimously uh to form a, to begin the efforts of unionizing. Yes. Um so these are people contracted through a different company. Mm-hmm. So they're working through Keyword Studios. They are contracted to be the quality testers, so they're the ones like stress testing, looking for glitches. Their job is specifically to make sure the game is up to snuff. Yep. Um, and they voted that while working in this game, they would be a union. Um, it caused some, like, kerfuffle because, like, this, again, this is a company that, like, contracts people out. Yeah. And so other other people who work with them are like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they do mostly work with Bioware. I haven't seen Bioware give any pushback just yet. Um, Bioware, yeah. other games that make Mass Effect, Star Wars The Old Republic, uh, Dragon Age, those are like their big titles that Bioware Sonic. works on right now. Sonic. Um, that one Sonic RPG. <laughs> <laughs> Bioware makes big RPGs. Uh, yeah, that's their bread and butt. The studio itself, Keyword Studios, that these people work out of, have accepted the vote. One, like They 100% are behind <laughs> them. They accept the vote of this these staff members and will recognize their union. So that is... good. That's all set up. All they got to do now is set is like make the official union and get aboard and stuff. So as long as their employer accepts that they're good. Now, if they keep getting contracted, it's something we'll have to watch. But this is a big deal for gaming. Yeah, this is really good. Um, alternatively, Seven Seas, which is a manga publisher, did not um, 
recognize their employees' att- attempts to unionize, mm. which is really shitty because manga is like needs bad. It. <laughs> like, needs yeah, it. <laughs> manga really needs a union. Comics in general need a union, but Absolutely. manga especially because of like the hard work that translators have to do mm-hmm. and the speed that they are required to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, the hard work that letters have to do in order to make English words fit into Japanese word bubbles because like Japanese is like vertical and. Yeah. English is horizontal, so, like, there's a challenge and an art to that, and they Mm -hmm. don't get paid nearly enough to do it. No, not Um, even remotely. So, Seven Seas, which releases, like, a lot of, like, LGBT plus books, Mm -hmm. just a lot of, like, some of my favorite books that have come out, Mm -hmm. to have them not accept this union is, like, really disheartening, and it pisses me off. (laughs) What's really really, uh, troubling about that to me, too, is the idea of, like, they're releasing these, like, on surface level seen as progressive books right but then it's yeah. like well have they just been doing that to get my fucking money they don't they're not like if you are releasing a lot of queer content you are like very close to a lot of other leftist ideas mm-hmm. um like unions and so if you're releasing it and you're talking to people like that then it's this idea of like did you just get in so you could get the gay money do you just want the gay money because you know like they'll buy pretty much well they will grasp on the anything because there's not a lot yeah exactly like if any manga company I would have said would have accepted the union, it would have been Seven Seas. Yeah. But they didn't. You know, Tokyo Pops, um, definitely the company that's like just selling like LGBT books in order to get mm-hmm. the gay money. because um, mm-hmm. they mostly like release like BL stuff and they release good stuff, but it's like mm-hmm. you're I know you're a shitty company, man. I know you're just doing this to get my money. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah. Unions are good. So unions please support good. unions. <laughs> So, the last piece of news, Netflix is releasing its first original movie from an NC-17 rating. Uh, that movie is called Blonde, which is a somewhat biopic about Marilyn Monroe based on a novel of the same name. The author of that novel is Joyce Carol Oates. Um, according to reports, it is NC-17 for some sexual content. That's a little, mm, because, like, mm. well, what, like, we, we have a lot of sex in movies, so it must be either pretty graphic or pretty violent unsure it doesn't yeah. say violent sexual content so maybe it's just very graphic maybe you see like titties bouncing i don't really know maybe you see a penis who knows uh <laughs> we won't know until it's out uh it is called more of a work of fiction than a retelling of monroe's life beat for beat don't know exactly what mm-hmm. that means i do have though the blurb from the book to go off of uh do 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 uh, the legend of Marilyn Monroe, a.k.a. Norma Jean Baker, comes provocatively alive in this powerful tale of Hollywood myth and heartbreaking reality. Marilyn Monroe lives reborn to tell her untold story, her story of a star created to shine brightest in the Hollywood f- ferment before her fall to Earth. Blonde is a dazzling fictional... Fictional? Fictional. We're getting old. It's fine. Blonde is a dazzling fictional portrait of the intricate inner life of the idolized and desired movie star as only one uh, Joyce Carol Oates could paint it. That is the blurb from uh, the book, because this, this book's from 2001. Yeah. Uh, so I have some... Uh, we'll see. Uh, one of the big editorial reviews is from Playboy, <laughs> which makes sense. Uh We'll see how this movie shakes out. I know the creative team behind it is very angry about the NC-17 rating, but they didn't want to back down. Uh, The director is, quote, if the audience doesn't like it, that's the fucking audience's problem. It's not running for public office. (laughs) Uh, 
On the director's Andrew Dominique, uh, he also said he anticipated NC-17 reading, but he said it's a bunch of horse shit and it's based on their own fears about or reveals about Hollywood. Jeez. So we'll see if they got some, because like, uh, we won't get too into it. We, Marilyn Monroe has a very uh, complex and in some parts like very saddening and troubling story through Hollywood. Um, yeah, it, it's, like, very complicated, and to have, like, a biopic that's, like, already being, like, well, this is fictional, it's, like, well, she's not here to yeah control the portrayal of who she is. And I don't know and who in, controls like, her likeness and estate and stuff. I'm sure it's up in yeah. some bullshit, because a lot of her life got turned into bullshit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, like, you know, she's, like, heavily merchandised. She's, like, considered, like, just, really is just remembered as, like, a sex symbol. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't really like talk about like her activism or mm-hmm. her complex relationship with her own sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like there's people who say that like, well, she might've been like asexual, um, mm. you know, which is like you know, interesting and we'll never know. So we can't mm-hmm. like make like speculative content or like specifically say like, yeah, she was mm-hmm. because she's not here to say it, but I don't right. know. It just feels weird. I, d- I also know that like, um, like kind of like depictions of like <laughs> I hate to say this female pleasure <laughs> tend to get higher ratings in the the board. Um mm-hmm. like you know, even just mentions of like <laughs> what <laughs> sorry, mm-hmm. there's an air conditioning guy here and I'm like <laughs> mentions of more explicit sexual things mm-hmm. uh, related to like women tend to mm-hmm. just be you know and also lgbt stuff tends to just get mm-hmm. higher ratings than when like a guy's like oh jacked off you know yeah, right <laughs> um so there's that it's all very complicated mm-hmm. we'll have to see what people say about the movie because maybe it is like a very um poignant look mm-hmm. at hollywood mm-hmm. um and maybe it's just um vultureistic the big thing I think will be if they go, if they cover anything around her death, which is very, mm-hmm. very, very controversial because it is very officially ruled a homicide or a suicide. But she if you was, ask, yeah, if you, you know, ask anyone, she was, she was a famous woman that people thought was hot. And then when she wasn't the hot young thing anymore, she got, she, she wasn't desirable anymore. Um, yeah. And then so, there's also like people are like, oh well, but the Kennedys did it. Mm-hmm. We won't know. It's won't it's know. not on the books, but it'll it'll just be very interesting. So we mm-hmm. will we'll see. So it'll be it's going to get a theater release as well as a, on Netflix. So it being NC seventeen, highly unlikely you'll find it at your local theater unless your local theater is like more artsy. So you might mm-hmm. have to just wait for it on Netflix. Yep, it's a Netflix movie. <laughs> now. Without now, further ado, I have no segue from going to talking like, talking about an NC seventeen movie to talking about my current subject today, which is a nineteen ninety nine virtual pet website. Oh my god! <laughs> it's finally happening. I it's finally time. got my sh- shit together. I'm going to talk about Neopets. Nice. Now, Austin, I know you didn't really have a Neopets experience. Am I correct? You are right. I didn't have a reliable internet I used until college. Mm -hmm. So way past Neopets era. So this is all going to be like very new. Like everything I'm going to go through here. Yeah, I just know Neopets existed and that's kind of it. I saw like commercials. Mm -hmm. Like I I knew it was happening. I just couldn't take part. 
yeah, it's, I was very into it and it's very complicated. And I think if you don't know anything about it, Austin, you are going to be on an absolutely wild ride today. I can't <laughs> like, wait. Um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty bananas. Um, so like I said, Neopets is a website that was founded in 1999, mm-hmm. uh, by Adam Powell and Donna Williams. They were two college students who were living in, uh, England. They were going to school. They realized like, you know, that themselves and like all of their fellow college mates were like mm-hmm. incredibly lonely because they couldn't have any pets. Mm-hmm. So... Their idea was to build a website Mm -hmm. where they could have virtual pets. And the original demographic for this website was college kids. Mm -hmm. They were like, we can't, you know, like Tamagotchi's not cutting it. Um, The 1995 PF Magic game Cats, C-A-T-Z, and Dogs, (laughs) D-O-G-Z, wasn't really cutting Mm -hmm. it for them. You know, the new millennia is coming. Everything's like, you know, right. The internet Mm-hmm. is like full of possibilities now and um adam knew a little bit of html so they were like well we can try to put together a virtual pet site that we can just have fun with nice. um so donna was good at like very rudimentary digital art like this is like pre wacom pre like you know photoshop is like barely existent so like mm-hmm. her art was like you know it, it was it's very of the time and mm-hmm. she drew some pets and um they like launched the website and it, it didn't take very long for it to gain traction. It reached 600,000 page views oh by December God. of 1999. <laughs> I know some HTML. Let me check the website. Oh, my fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, Tamagotchi just kind of like died down and been this really big thing. You know, people were kind of itching for like this new next mm-hmm. thing. And while like, um, <clears throat> while, um, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and while like the original demographic was intended to be college students, and you can really see that in some of like the earlier stuff on the site, mm-hmm. kids found it, and kids were like, "Oh, this is the shit." Um, oh yeah, this is this is way pre Club Penguin, pre Animal Jam, pre Toontown. Like, there's not a lot of stuff for kids to do online except mm-hmm. get into trouble. Like, I, I don't even think like fan fiction was easily accessible mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. So there was a niche that they didn't know existed, and I don't think anyone else knew. <laughs> was like something so they created a bunch of pets that could be adopted you sign up to the website you adopt Mm -hmm. a pet and then what you do is you have to like play flash games in order to Mm -hmm. get like currency called neo points to be able to feed them and take care of them and buy clothes and toys for them um this is all done in just straight up html so it's like a lot of refreshing a page a lot of like (laughs) jumping around oh yeah um yeah, it's, like, very bare bones. There was, like, a while in, like, the 2000s, they were pretty sure the whole, like, towards the end of 1999, they were pretty sure the whole website was just going to get obliterated by Y2K. <laughs> <laughs> um, so everything's going pretty good. It's just, like, Donna, Adam, a very small team. They all had little avatars that they used on the site. They, like, talked to everything. Everything was, like, small and, like, very personal. But the site was starting to outgrow that feel. And they really needed a business person to come on board and help them out. Now, this mm-hmm. is where things start to get a little bananas. I swear to fucking Jan- God, if it's Mike Eisner. <laughs> it's not Mike Eisner for once. He actually has no involvement in this. But another big conglomerate will have involvement. And also a controversial religion. Um, <laughs> in January of 2000, they bring on Doug Doring, um, okay. who was an American investor localized in Los Angeles. 
He purchased a majority stake in the company. He had an extensive background in advertising and marketing, and he seemed mm-hmm. like a good fit for the company all around to kind of fill mm-hmm. in the places that like Adam mm-hmm. and Donna had like no experience with. Mm-hmm. Seems like a match made in heaven, right? Mm-hmm. First thing that goes a little bit wrong is Doug creates this thing called immersive advertising, mm-hmm. which is where on like the hub world for Neopets, you have like the pet shop, the food shop, the toy shop, the McDonald's the Coca-Cola Pavilion, the General Mills cereal store. So what he would do is he would integrate brands into um, into like the play space of the game in oh. order to do like advertising and brand deals without disclosing that it was advertising and brand deals. And this got him. Yeah, got exactly. It's like I, to us, it didn't it didn't really seem like anything to me at the time. It's just like, oh, there's going to be a McDonald's game for a little while. And if it's mm-hmm. fun, I'll play it for a while and then I'll stop. Because mm-hmm. we also grew up with like the M&M's racing game and the That's 7 true. Up Cool Spot game for the That's Sega, true. not the Sega, the Super Nintendo. Yeah. So advertising and media was just like really common for us. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it didn't seem, like, controversial at the time. I guess it was a very big deal. Parents were, like, freaking out, like, oh, they're advertising French fries to my children. <laughs> hey, listen, you fucking grew up with 80s cartoons. We're fine. Yeah, exactly. It's like, we've been advertised to so much that... It that ship sailed. We, already, we yeah. already did an episode, everybody. Catch yeah, up. Yeah, it, it didn't even register as anything wild. Um, but this also helped the website to bring in, like, a lot of income so they were able mm-hmm. to like make like more like advancements and like the mm-hmm. um the graphics got better the art got better there are more games there's like hundreds mm-hmm. of games on the site at this time they were able to go back and like redo older games to make them look flashier they were able to release like new merchandise that released in the real world mm-hmm. um one interesting thing that they used to do with like their plushie releases is that they would do um essentially like what we would now refer to today as a drop where they would mm. be like, this is this plush is going to come out on this day and it's limited. And when it runs out, it's gone to kind of build up that scarcity and like get you going to limited to where they sold them to get other Neopets merchandise. This was very effective, mostly on me specifically. <laughs> <laughs> and I can assure you, it made absolutely no sense to my parents because I'd be like, it's it's out. It's coming out on this time. And then that's mm-hmm. it. And they'd be like, what? Won't it be there next week? No, no, it won't. absolutely not. <laughs> it will not. <laughs> so things are going pretty great, you know, mm-hmm. despite the immersive advertising controversy. Um, they start to do like, quote unquote, plots where they like create characters based on like Neopets and like kind of flesh out this world and um, do like little like events that you have to work through by playing games and like reading comics and watching flash animations in order to... Um, progress a story to unlock like a new world that'll be there Mm. or a new game or something just to get everyone kind of like immersed it was all like very exciting for like middle school me to be like okay to get people to go to the site every day they would be like we have like these dailies that you have to do you have to like go Uh, to the good old mmo dailies yep this is early days of that too Gotta go get the omelet from the omelet, the giant omelet that exists in the um, prehistoric world. Mm-hmm. You gotta go spin the wheel of fortune in the fairyland. Mm-hmm. You gotta go do the wheel of mediocrity, which spins for 500 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, this also rolls into another controversy that existed with Neopets in that they had gambling games available because oh. the original, yeah, the original demographic was 
college kids. Right. So gambling's like NBD. And we say this in like, you know, older Pokemon games had slot machines. Which to me, it didn't seem like a big deal. But parents were like, ah! Like, yeah. Neopets had that too. They had various slot machines to pull. They like had poker. They had blackjack. They had craps. They wow. Had... <laughs> so it's like you could just go and gamble. And then they had solitaire, which isn't really gambling, but I like to mention it because um, there was a period of time when I was editing the podcast that I would just play solitaire the whole time, like <laughs> while editing the podcast. <laughs> Like, I would play Neopets Solitaire and just sit there and edit the podcast and play Solitaire. It just, it's very important to me. <laughs> I Hey, listen, I love a good round of Spider Solitaire myself. Solitaire is just like solid tear. <laughs> you, mm, you're so close. <laughs> so everything's going pretty good for Neopets. Like, it's um, like incredibly profitable. Parents mm-hmm. like it, except for the gambling. But then there's something about Doug Doring I need to share. Okay, it's like, I don't know Doug that Doring. name. I don't think. Yeah. Oh, I I will say maybe why you know that name in a little bit. But Doug Doring is a Scientologist. Oh. Yeah. Which. <laughs> uh, for those oh. of you who don't know, Scientology is a controversial quote unquote religion. Um, that a lot of celebrities in Hollywood kind of in business people kind of get wrapped up in. I don't like it. I don't care for it. I'll say um, I think it's very predatory on people with um, mental illnesses and um, a lot of other things. And they require people to donate yeah. mass amounts of money to them. And I yeah. think that's really scammy and awful. And also um, it's maybe- more of a pyramid pyramid scheme yeah pyramid scheme um they don't believe in psychology they don't um they have like this whole museum that's like anti-psychology and like anti like you know mental health and yeah you have to go to all these classes you have to go go clear um if you want to know more about scientology i would recommend listening to the scientology series of mm-hmm. oh no ross and carrie mm-hmm. um which is they actually momentarily join Scientology and they talk about um, like the classes that they have to go to and all the stuff they have to do. And then like it all culminates in them getting completely blacklisted from anything. Like they have their faces (laughs) in a book now. And when they enter a Scientology building, someone immediately escorts them out. It gets really wild. (laughs) No, what's, you know, what's wild is that they have that system, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That means, like, like, it's a, that means it's someone's job watching people come into each building being like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. that's on the, they're a blacklist person. Exactly. Because, like, Ross and Carrie have had instances where they, like, you know, try to go to, like, a shindig or a meetup because they still get, like, emails for it. And then, like, someone immediately is like, you need to leave. Like, you cannot yeah. be in here. That's um, uh, absolutely wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, and it was, fa- it was founded by an offer, L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah. Who had, like, who just essentially, like, created this religion, and he was all really, he, he was a piece of work, honestly. Yeah. Like, it's it's all very, there, very... There's a lot if you want to go read up on it. Uh, yeah. I'm looking at it right now, and I was like, wow, this is a lot, but please continue, Neopets. Yeah, exactly. So, Doug Doring was a Scientologist, and there's rumors that go around that, like, Scientology was, like, baked into Neopets, and it was trying to make kids into, like, little Scientologists. And that's untrue. Because <laughs> um, Adam and Donna were, like, very fervently against it. They were like, we don't want you to incorporate any of this. We handle the creative stuff. You handle the business stuff. Mm-hmm. You, this will not happen. They, like, fervently put their feet down on this. Mm. So, But the one issue that did arise was that um, the company structure was structured, like, a Scientology organization. 
Um, uh, and I have a quote. This is from an otaku article um, from an alleged former employee. Um, and this say, employee. I'm sorry. Did you say otaku and not kotaku? I think I meant to say kotaku. I assume that's what you meant. And I was thinking. <laughs> Thank I you for just, calling I, me out until I realized that in editing. And I was like, oh, fuck. Well, now it's funny. And now it's not just you saying otaku. Yeah. And I was just letting it ride. <laughs> They found a random otaku on the street and asked them about, like, the Neopets, like, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> this is um, from a Kotaku I, article that was published in 2005. I mean, a, uh, a Neopets otaku would also know a lot about Neopets. I know. It's like, I need to find one and do an interview with one because I know they're out there. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I need to talk to you. <laughs> um, so in 2005, uh, former alleged former Neopets employee reached out to Kotaku and said this. Adam and Donna are nice people in and of mm-hmm. themselves. The negative aspects of Neopets all came from the side of Scientology or of Scientology oriented business structure slash psyche. From the very get go, an employee who applies for a job will be faced with a couple personality screening tests. Oh. So, um, yeah, this is a reference to um, like how in Scientology they make you like do all of these like personality tests before they like get you into the organization. And the tests will determine like what classes that you have to take mm-hmm. in the organization um it's all very culty but anyway the employee (laughs) continues (laughs) a lot of people make fun of scientologists in an ignorant sort of way they don't really know what goes on behind the curtains but i assure you it's not pretty in hindsight it's a little (laughs) ironic that many of the execs are part of the cult and many fledglings didn't seem to get promoted to that level without first converting to scientology Unfortunately, many businesses that visit slash partner up with these guys will look at the architecture of the successful business and will be inclined to adopt it for themselves. It is for this reason alone that I want to see the Opets fail. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, listen, Neopets is great. I love that site. They're, they're listen, they're great people, but yeah, uh, um, I do the want Scientology. to see it rot. Yeah, like, with the Scientology, uh, no, burn in hell. <laughs> like, in 2014, um, in a Reddit AMA, Donna Williams, who was one of the founders, had this to say. Uh, she said, we were not aware of it at first, and we were totally naive. Adam and I made sure that Scientology never made its way onto anything site-related. Religion and politics were the two big no-nos for us as far as site content went. Can't say the discussions we had to keep it that way were much fun, though. <laughs> so, it was never incorporated I guess he tried a couple times and they had to fight for it to be, like, not included. Mm-hmm. Doug Doring is still, I believe, the CEO of ABC Mouse, which is, like, an online learning class mm. thing. So maybe if you have kids, avoid that? I don't know if it has any Scientology in it, but it's like, I don't think he's a cool guy, so maybe find something else <laughs> to, <Right>. to do. <laughs> anything else. Literally anything else. A hundred percent. But don't worry, Doug Doring would not stay affiliated with Neopets forever. In um, On June 20th, 2005, Viacom would purchase Neopets for $160 million. Mm-hmm. So Viacom is the company that owns Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. Paramount, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Um, Garfield. Yeah. They own a Just lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. look at the roster of the Nickelodeon fighter. They, those are all theirs. Everything there. Yeah. Viacom is like this huge company um media conglomerate and um they saw potential in neopets this is when Mm -hmm. things really start to get big because Mm. viacom has all this money they can just pump into it 
they're like, okay. So they start like running like commercials on Nickelodeon. And they're like, we're going to have like, we're going to team up with Tiger Electronics. We're going to have toys in Target. We're going to have like uh, action figures and um, plushies that are available in like more locations than just limited to. Mm-hmm. Um, they're able to like push this further than Doug Doring and his company were mm-hmm. before. Like, everything just explodes around this time. They release video games. They release um, mm-hmm. their own, like, Tamagotchi-type toys. So you can have your Neopet when you're offline. Um, they start publishing a magazine in 2003 with help of Beckett Media. And Beckett Media is famous because they used to um, publish unofficial Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! and Digimon magazines. And I have almost all the Pokemon ones <laughs> nice. in, in, in my closet. Um Someday I need to get those out and just look at those because, like, whoo. Um, they start teasing that a movie is going to be coming out in um, uh, what would 2000. That be? So, okay. So, here was their plan. This is wild. Okay. I have to do some explaining to explain what this movie was going to be. <laughs> there's a lot of things that Neopets could have built a movie around because at this point, there's, like, lore. There's, like, all of these, like, worlds that you could visit. There's characters that, like, show up multiple times mm-hmm. that have, like, their own backstories. Mm-hmm. Uh You know, so, like, there's stuff that they could make a movie on. And, like I said, there's, like, different worlds. There's a medieval world that you could visit. There's a prehistoric world you could visit. There's, like, an underwater world that you could visit at one point, but then it falls into a um, a whirlpool and Mm -hmm. is dead. But I think it's back now. But um, there's this one world Mm -hmm. that is, like, considered a myth. Like, you can't find it on the regular map. You have to know how to get to it. And it's called Mm. Jelly World. And it's this map that's like everything is made of jelly. And all of the Neopets there are jelly. And, um. But it's, that's, that's like a, like a, that's like a never before seen world. Is that what you're saying? It's hard to get to. You have to know how to get to it. It's not like just on the map for you to click on and go to. You have to know like the URL or the very specific secret place to click on to get to it. Um, mm. it's, you know, it's just like, it's considered a myth, huh. <laughs> essentially. And by jelly, I mean like jello, because Adam and Donna were British, so everything is British. <laughs> like, oh, wait, so like, they call it jelly? Yeah, so it's like, you know, like gelatin. We essentially just call it jello, but jello is a brand name, but they mean gelatin, what, what would technically be gelatin oh. for us. So jelly, not like jam jelly, like we would huh. refer to jelly. It's like solid gelatin masses. Huh. <laughs> and there's a secret game in this area. And there's like a secret giant jelly you can get food for your pet from in this area. Huh. I'm explaining this and I'm like, this is all extremely wild. This is, this is bananas. Yeah, you're, you're like saying a lot of words. I have just, yeah, I've just like internalized all of this as normal. And I'm like, oh, this is all very weird. <laughs> So anyway, back to the movie, you could find, the only place you could find the blurb for, like, this movie existing is on the page for this Jelly World. And it would say, like, um, (laughs) hey, a movie from Warner Brothers is going to be released in 2006. And I'm I'm pretty sure that's still on there, but the movie never came out. So if you found the secret Jelly World... You can find the secret message. It's like, we're totally making a movie with Warner Brothers. Exactly. It's right. wild. And it was going to be about the jelly world. So I guess maybe some characters would discover the jelly world or something. Which is like, you have a lot of other stuff you could do 
us a movie on, but Jelly, all right, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I I still can't get over like Jelly. Okay, sorry. Please continue. British Do I need to is... send you a picture of this? So no, you, can... you don't. Are you sure? Yeah, I can I'm show good. You. You're sure you don't want to see what it looks like? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, um, in 2006, Neopets uh, releases a mobile game like mm-hmm. a mobile version that had like an exclusive pet but this is 2006 this is pre-smartphone so this is like flip phones like when like getting like games and such on your phone was like really complicated and really expensive for anyone but they released like an exclusive land and an exclusive pet that can only be accessed through this partnership it cost three dollars a month it used an immense amount of cellular data and this is when data was like a big like actual big deal oh yeah like now we don't even care we're like i'll just be on the internet like i have t-mobile so i have like unlimited data at my fingertips unless i'm in detroit and my phone decides it's in canada and then tells me that we used all of our international (laughs) data (laughs) yeah i got that at yomacon one year i was like i am definitely in detroit (laughs) oh yeah there's that part there's that part in Mm -hmm. the in the um at the convention where like i know the exact line where if you're going if you go into the bathroom in the rinsen yep. by the food court you will be in yep. canada like yep. but according your to phone, your phone your phone will just be like i'm in canada now and yeah. you don't get like, you don't have roaming so <laughs> yeah so it was like really expensive so really like only like people with money could have this pet and to this day this pet which is called a lutari he's like a little cute otter mm-hmm. he is still not available in the rest of the game. Like, this was the mm. only way you could get it. And it's closed down now, so you just can't get this thing anymore. Mm-hmm. He's just gone forever. 2007 arrives, and the whole site is, like, given, like, a revamp and, like, fresh polish. Mm-hmm. They also add, like, way more banner ads than a computer mm-hmm. can handle. Um, they start to develop an additional form of currency. So they have, like, Neo Points. Which is what You, you gain mm-hmm. Neo Points by playing games. You spend Neo Points by um, buying food and goods and stuff. There's a whole stock market in Neopets that I won't get into. It's incredibly volatile, and it's inflated to all hell, kind of mm-hmm. like our actual stock market is right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's essentially broken. In 2007, they start to develop this new form of currency called Neo Cash, which you can buy with real-life money. Mm-hmm. Um this is like, you know, this is pre-Farmville. This is pre-like Facebook mm-hmm. games or, or like app games that would like require you to spend money to like get more goods. So this is all like mm-hmm. very new. And people are like, what? I have to spend real money? What? <laughs> um, and there were exclusive items in what was called the Neo Mall, which mm-hmm. uh, could only be purchased with this cash. Hmm. So like around this time, they introduced pet like clothing for pets so before mm-hmm. you couldn't dress your pets up the only way to change the appearance of your pet was to get like a paintbrush and change the color or some mm-hmm. paintbrushes could give them like clothes like the royal one would give them like a little like royal outfit oh. um it was pretty cute but those were insanely expensive due to the inflation so you couldn't get them <laughs> at all so now if you have neo cash you can um dress them up and buy clothes for them the issue that came with this is that around this time they had to stop introducing new types of pets because, like, prior to this, they'd been releasing like a new pet would come out every year. Okay. People would get like really hype, and some of them were like limited that you could only get on certain days. Right. And um, other of them you could just get like all the time. But now mm-hmm. that every piece of clothing that was designed had to be designed also to fit on every type of pet. That's a lot of work. 
Yeah, they were like, we can't, if we release a new pet, we have to go back and go through every single file for every type of clothing we've ever released. And then the also make it fit this pet. Is the website updated by this point, or is it still HTML? It's still mostly HTML, up to right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right now. That sounds still... like a nightmare to change it anything. Is. I know! <laughs> um, so... The last pet that's been, re- like, introduced was 2014's Vandegeier, which is, like, this owl panda type thing. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. They have no- they have not released another one to this day. What a nightmare. Um, 2007 is also when the original creators left. So Donna and Adam were like, we're done. We're going to leave. Donna left, like, a whole bunch of stuff that she wanted, like, to do with the site. Mm-hmm. And she, like, you know, she's like, we'd like to do this and this and this. And in that same 2014 Reddit AMA that I mentioned earlier, she said they just obviously did not read it because none of that stuff ever got implemented. <laughs> um, <laughs> so she did say, um, this is a quote from that same Reddit interview. She says, I do feel rather ashamed about it now. Mm-hmm. I was really frustrated and annoyed by the years of frustration and then the whole post-sale experience. That doesn't really justify it, but at least you may get where I'm coming from. But as we talk in the Ogren, which are two Neopets, uh, were my parting gift to Neopets. I thought they were the most hideous pet designs and the worst names I had ever heard. So I approved them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, like, right before she left, she was like, this have at like it. trash. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I can tell you these two pets are, as we talk is fine. It's like a little rodent. The mm-hmm. Ogren is awful. He's like, a giraffe with paws. <laughs> I hate him so much. Um, around this time, Neopets hits one trillion views. Wow, which is which is pretty. Like this site was so big for a while; it was like mm-hmm. the thing to do. It is the embodiment of like two thousands nostalgia. Like Club Penguin can suck it. Like <laughs> Club like, Penguin Mafia is gonna fucking find you. I know they're out there. They're like desperate for Club Penguin content. And I can say, like, you know, Club Penguin. Maybe it was good that Club Penguin went away because with Neopets, we get to see what happens to a website that continues to survive way longer than it should without any updates. <laughs> I guess I'm just like. It is one of those things that I always am sad about I missed out on because when people, it's one of those things that's really hard. Like sometimes you're like on Twitter or you're like in a chat or whatever mm-hmm. and everyone's like, oh, we can all relate to this thing, right? And I'm like, well, I can't. And so yeah. um, it is rough sometimes of like, I have no idea what that experience is. Like most of like that part of being a early 90s baby, like being born in 1991 and like growing up with like. Like, growing up in the digital age, like, with the internet, like, I didn't have, I actually didn't have that at all. I didn't use yeah. the internet really until college. Like, my friends had the internet, and, like, so I'd use it there. Like, I played maybe, like, five hours of, like, WoW in my life, because my friend let me play mm-hmm. when I was at his house. Sometimes, like, you can't play together, so it wasn't, like, fun. Like, yeah. I-, I was over to hang out, and he would, like, watch me, and, like, it- it's kind of okay, but it's not like watching someone play, like, Final Fantasy or something that's exciting, exactly um, it's like another friend like sometimes i like wake up before he did and i'd like get like i had an aol account that one of my friends would, like me make mm-hmm. on their computer and so sometimes i would wake up and be on aol before them and i think i used it all of five times at my grandma's house who was rich and had the internet but mm-hmm. for the most part like i didn't really i didn't i didn't get to use the internet consistently every day when i wanted to until i went away to college 
Yeah. Um, and so it's a really weird part of like a cultural experience that everyone else had. It feels like everyone else had but me. That comes up a lot of like real nineties kids remember and I'll be like what I assume is Neo pets like screenshot, you know, and then people making very inside jokes and it's like mm-hmm. it makes me feel like uh an alien. <laughs> No, I get it, because there's a period of time where I didn't have a uh, satellite. So people, mm. there's like a whole chunk, like a decade of cartoons that I just don't have any like connection to. Like, oh. I didn't watch Spongebob till I was in college. Like, Angry Beavers, Dexter's oh, Lab. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, so you, you, had the car- you didn't have cartoons. Yeah, I didn't have cartoons. I oh. didn't get cable back until I told the story where I was on Slime Time Live. Mm-hmm. Um that's when we got cable back. So we did you know what watch. it was when you went? I kind of knew, like, because I remembered, you know, I had it when I was younger. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm here for Doug. Doug didn't exist anymore. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> and um, I'd seen the Jimmy Neutron movie, I think, was out at that time. Mm. So so I kind of knew, you know, and, like, it takes a long time to update theme parks. So, like, a lot of the older characters were still present right. in that area. So I was like, I, I know enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, I knew what Slime Time Live was, but I didn't watch it all the time because I didn't have cable. Mm. So we got cable back to watch that episode, and then I had it after that. But by that point, it was like Jimmy Neutron, Fairly Odd Parents, Danny Phantom, My Life is a Teenage Robot. So mm. those are the cartoons I have a connection to, which is also when like most of my friends were not watching cartoons. So like, it must have been such a weird jump from like what was on to what like because you didn't see the middle cartoons. No. So it must have been so like. How did we get here? How this yeah. is funny? This is oh, <laughs> it was like it was very different because I'd gone from watching like Hanna Barbera to watching Fairly Odd Parents, and I was like, "This is wild." Yeah, <laughs> that is so. That's such a jump. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, growing up and <laughs> not having money because there's just like shit you didn't mm-hmm. do. Yeah, that everyone's like, we all remember this, and you just nod. And you're like, yeah, for sure. Exactly. Like I have a friend who also didn't have cable and like never watched SpongeBob. And so like mm. we'll like make a SpongeBob reference and they're just like they have no no idea. Like yeah. but they watched Arthur, so we can all talk about Arthur. Mm-hmm. And this is why you should donate to PBS. <laughs> <laughs> Unshockingly, this has all been a ploy for us to make you donate to PBS. The whole yes. all, all eighty one episodes have been so you can do- the reason it's free is so you have extra money to donate to PBS. Surprise, this is the PBS Telethon. Hello, my name is Brenda. Do you enjoy quality PBS content <laughs> that brings people together? So do I. If you just donate to 666-666-669. I used to wake up at like four. Cause the, okay, so the internet computer was for some reason in my room. Oh. I don't know why. Um, so I would wake up at four in the morning so I could play Neopets because we had one phone line. So I could um, mm-hmm. play Neopets up until like eight in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then I would have to get off because then the phone would need to be free. So because <laughs> while we were on the Internet, the phone didn't work. Like we had a landline phone and we had one line. And so when I was on the internet, mm-hmm. you couldn't get phone calls mm-hmm. and my dad would get like job offers through the phone. Right. So Cause it wasn't it, like, we didn't have smartphones or just email that nope. screamed at us every 10 minutes. Yep. So the phone had to be free. So I'm just waking up at four in the morning. 
So I could get like that just like uninterrupted chunk. I mean, my parents are very likely that the only thing I was doing was like going on Neopets. Like, right. <laughs> I had like completely unfettered internet access. That could have gone was- really bad. <laughs> Oh, it could have. I, like, hear stories about people who, like, were very south, but, like, I was just, like, writing fan fiction and feeding my Neopets in the wee hours. You think they ever checked it when you were gone, right? Like, at school or something, and they- No? They put so much trust in me. Wow. (laughs) They just saw some- They, like- I feel like there's, like, they're, like, saying, like, should this be in Brenda's room? And they both look at each other. No, this is fine. (laughs) Brenda will not do anything wrong. (laughs) Brenda will come get us if the computer's being weird. Yeah, exactly. And I would. If I, like, you know, got a virus, I'd be like, okay, this is, I've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> but I also have, like, a fear of viruses. This goes on mm-hmm. today. Like, I think anyone who knows me has, like, encountered mm-hmm. me when I'm in a state of fearing for my life from mm-hmm. a computer virus. <laughs> or from getting hacked. Or from, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like I'm terrified of it constantly and mm-hmm. i always have been that's just a little bit about me i guess <laughs> <laughs> so around the time that donna and adam leave neopets this mm-hmm. is when other big um websites for kids are starting to come into mm-hmm. into being so 2005 we see club mm-hmm. penguin there's like moshi monsters comes out mm-hmm. animal jam um i don't know uh Maple story is not really for kids, but it was kids yeah. played it. It's out there now. Um, the internet is realizing that there's like an untapped market of online games for kids. Mm-hmm. So Neopets, which was like the forefront of this, is like, you know, you, you compare like HTML Neopets to Flash animated Club Penguin and it's night and day. And it's like, okay, well, what do we do? Um, so instead of like rehauling the like the website again, Viacom Angel, please get away from my laptop. Thank you, sir. Um, <laughs> Angel. Um, instead of um, recalling the main website, Viacom decides that they're going to create like a Facebook game or like a side game called uh, Habitarium. And then they have another one called Key Quest, which is an interactive board game. And then like Treasure Keepers, which is like a Facebook game. They're going to create like side things. To keep the brand, quote unquote, relevant and not touch the main website. And some of these were kind of successful. People liked KeyQuest. Um, people people liked, uh, what was the other one? Habitarium, which is where you like raised, um, Neopets could have pets and those were called pet pets. But then also the pet pet. pet, pet. Yes. Pet, so pet, pet, pet. Yeah, pet, pet pet. Yeah. So the Neopet is a Neopet and then they can have a, a pet, pet and that is a pet pet. Pet pet pet. Are you, are you ready for then the pet pets could have pets. Please, no. No. <laughs> yes. And then the pet pet pets. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> then there were pet pet pets. And that's what Habitarium was about. Oh, God. <laughs> I love it. I love telling you this because you've never encountered this. This no, is also. No, this sounds like absolute nonsense. This is nonsense this is, you're saying. This is also normal for me. <laughs> oh, my God. This is like, <laughs> and I can tell by our time, this is like when they're, this is like, they're swan song and they're like, how do we, you, what if, do you want a pet pet? Mm-hmm. Well, the pet what pets were there, like? these were there very early on. These aren't oh, no. new creations. The pet pets oh, were like no. super early on in the Neopets and the pet pet pets kind of came around like mid 2000s. 
maybe like right before the Viacom thing. Mm -hmm. So already there was like, we've pushed this pretty far. How much further can it go? Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So um, in 2014, Viacom's Mm -hmm. like, this isn't working. We can't make this uh, viable. All of our like, <laughs> they, they held on to it that long. They held on to it that long, like you know, like there was definitely like a period of time where they gave up and they just mm-hmm. kind of stopped trying. Um, and so they sell Neopets to Jumpstart, and okay. um, we know Jumpstart. Jumpstart yeah. is a computer learning software company, so it kind of yeah. seems like this this could work. Like that feels more like a company that maybe could you know, turn Neopets around. Except mm-hmm. they haven't really put out any games in a long time and just keep releasing the same games they made a very long time ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they don't have as much money as Viacom had. Like, mm. Viacom is this giant conglomerate and they're just mm-hmm. pumping all this money into it. And Jumpstart right. does not have that. Um, right. So in the process of moving all of the data to Jumpstart's servers... Perfect. The um, message board moderation broke. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, Uh-oh. so Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They, <laughs> they like they fired all of like the physical admins for the message boards and just Perfect. put up like, exactly. uh, yeah, put up like a like a computerized AI to do it for them. No. This breaks in the process of this movie. No, 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 no. This is just so, all going horribly wrong. Yeah. So like anyone can just post whatever they want. Yeah, and oh, they, I'm sure it was It lovely. was. Fortunately, at this point in time, like, Neopets is mostly, like, 30-year-olds and 20-year-olds who, like, grew up with it. I don't it. know so, like, if that's fortunate. I know. It's, it's like, at least there <laughs> well, weren't kids bad. around to encounter this. Like, we're really putting, like, you know, sinful stuff in the message boards, but kids aren't here anymore. The kids have left mm. a long time ago. They're The kids grew they're, up, and they're the 30-year-olds posting in the message board. Exactly. They just never left. New kids... This doesn't, they're playing Animal Jam. They don't care about this. They're like, there's a lot more better things to do than play Neopets as a child in 2014, right. you know? Right. So they're, they're not here. So at least they're not here to see, see this, anarchy. <laughs> this incomplete anarchy that occurred. So they get that, you know, back under track. It goes okay. There's some controversies that come out, like um, stolen art for merchandise you know kind of happens yeah, you know and, the standard it, yeah it's like it's shitty it's awful um it hasn't stopped <laughs> which is the unfortunate thing i'll get to that in a little bit in 2020 uh adobe flash shuts down mm, that's right yep so you would think like seeing this kind of like coming on the horizon neopets mm-hmm. would have been ready for it to like you know, to stop it, to, like, have the website, like, ready to function without Flash. Because there's hundreds of games on this website, and most of them run on Flash. They're all Flash games. Um, and so when Flash shuts down, where do the games go? Right. So around this time, like, the open beta starts, mm-hmm. which is, like, a new version of Neopets that can work just, like, on mobile phones in your browser and also can work without Flash. Great, this is good. When it opens, there's like a couple games that are like playable in HTML5, which will function without Flash and on mobile mm-hmm. devices as well, which is really cool. There's like five games. They're not the best games, but that's fine. That's a good place to start for when you like just open up this service. It's been two years. They never, never did any more games. <laughs> 
Flash shut down in 2020. It's 2022. They still have not added any new games to the beta. So you just can't play it's games. Just, is it just a husk? Like, what's happening? It's a husk right now. Let me go there. Am I logged in? I'm probably not logged in. I'm going to go to Neopets right now. I'm going. This is where, like, oh. we find out something absolutely incredible. Has happened? Well, one, Neopets is, you know, like, when you go to a website that's, like, a little bit shady and, like, mm -hmm. that not secure secure thing comes up mm -hmm. in the... No, um, does that happen? Oh, yeah. And it's it's not new. It's always happened. Okay, so Neopets has a new... Uh, they do have, like, a new landing page, which, mm -hmm. one, doesn't have any ads, which is great. And then, two, it's, like, it's bright. It's flashy. This is, like, this is nice. I will say this is nice. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to try to log in. Oh, I can log in. <laughs> Looks like you haven't logged in for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so my Neopet is named Armaldo Lewis. Okay. He, he's a he's called a Bori. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm going to send you a picture of Armaldo. Okay. Picture Here comes Armaldo. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> he's so sad. Because I haven't fed him in a year. <laughs> okay, so. Because he he's dying, Austin. <laughs> he's dead. Okay, his name's Armaldo Lewis. He is a type of Neopet called a Bori. B-O-R-I. He's like um, an armadillo, hence the name Armaldo. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And then Lewis was randomized. <laughs> um, let me try to explore. Okay. So the um, they've given this a little bit of polish since I was last year. But you still mm -hmm. can't see the map of the hub world like you used to. Um, because they have not taken that out of Flash. You can still go to the worlds. Okay, and the worlds wait. show up. The world's, but like the the main world has not been redone. You have to just like instead of like clicking on the location where like Fairyland mm -hmm. would be on the map, you have to go down to a list, mm -hmm. and then you can see the fairy world, which mm -hmm. at some point fell off of the cloud and is now on the ground. I don't know when that happened. I'm gonna go to the sh mm -hmm. to the games area. Okay, mm -hmm. there's a couple more games, but um. Let me count how many games are here now. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Mm -hmm. There's 14 games out of a couple hundred oh. that used to exist here. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, 14, that's a good number. Out of 100. Oh, it's not. I see. <laughs> I think 100's lowballing. I think there were hundreds of games. Um, and one of these games is the Adventure Generator, which is just in basic HTML. So it wasn't flash based, Whoa. and it is has not changed. Oh, there's the ads. If, oh, I, I oh I ventured out of the beta for oh that was scary. I ventured out of the beta for three seconds, and I was transported back to two thousand five. <laughs> wow, that was scary. All right, I'm gonna go to the shop. Okay, so you can't like go to like the hub worlds anymore and click around and have fun. Mm -hmm. This is just not fun. This is very, very bizarre. A good that there's like no ads, mm -hmm. but you can like accidentally find ads. <laughs> One second, I have to spin the slot machine, which is still here. <laughs> See what I get. But yeah, so Neopets is um, a very bizarre experience and it's not a very secure website. So maybe mm -hmm. don't have a Neopets account. I won 2000 Neopet Neopoints. Yeah, Proud yeah of you. I, have a, I have so much money in Neopets compared to real life. Um, Proud of you. Back to my script. <laughs> um, in 
2021 neo like late 2021 neopets announces that they're going to be doing nfts oh which, no wait wait guys yeah. wait wow well i didn't expect it to end like this well here's the wild thing is that this isn't their first time dabbling in the blockchain they also did like a card game back in like the early days of the blockchain that was like a collect you could get like collectible card packs yeah. and like play a card game with these card packs Mm-hmm. And well, that didn't work out, and it doesn't exist anymore. But they're going to try mm-hmm. again. And Yeah, good. People absolutely hate this. Like, they're... People absolutely hate this. Like, you know, everyone was, like, you know, being, like, sending in, like, art to the art contest. Because there was an art contest um, that was, like, anti-NFT. Yeah. It was just a whole shit show. Um, people hate these. I think, as of now, they're still out there. Like, they, they went through with it. They're still doing it. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're getting a lot of money from it. So, yeah. um, there's stories that like some of the art for like the NFTs was like stolen art. So that comes back again. Good. Um, they've released merchandise in the past that contained like stolen art assets. Mm-hmm. Um, they've partnered with, um, companies in the past, like merchandise companies that didn't fulfill orders. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's a company that I'm... I know very well, and it's, like, very nostalgic to me, but it's not mm-hmm. a company I can trust with my data, my information, or right. my money. <laughs> like, um, I know but- them. I've, I know them for so long. I could not trust them to uh, not push me on a flight of stairs. Exactly. That's how, it, that's how everyone kind of views Neopets these days. Oh, I love um, Neopets. I wouldn't sleep next to them, though. Exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't trust them. They will stab me in the back and steal all my money. Like... <laughs> There was, like, a big data breach in the mid-2000s. Like, fortunately, they don't have, like, they had, like, account passwords and birthdays, which is not too bad. It's just, like, change your passwords, blah, blah, blah. It happens. Yeah. Um, Especially on passwords of mostly minors or younger people who don't, like, that's not going to get you into anything. No. You're going to get to steal their Neopets. I could go into, like, the Neopet black market or, like, all of their um, controversies they've been, but... (laughs) I'm going to... Yeah, I... I know I, we're short on time. You just like casually said Neopets black market as something I yes. should just accept without any follow-up questions. I'm going to say watch the Izzy is video on um, All right. YouTube. They've done an entire video like blocking this out. I don't want to just like repeat like the information that they worked so hard to find. Um, it's a great video. I will, Austin, I will send you the link if you would like to watch it. And then I already else. got it pulled up because you just okay, said, cool. you just said words like it was like just, <laughs> Hey, Neopets Black Market. Anyway, that's it for the show. You're like... <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's like, I don't want to just, like, re- repeat what they've already said, because they did a whole bunch of research to find this. They've also done, like, a really big breakdown on, like, the Neopet NFT situation. So, like, mm-hmm. that's why I didn't go too far into that, because they've mm-hmm. already done all of the research and worked really hard. So, would recommend their videos. Neopets is trying to kind of stay relevant, but I don't know if they can do it. I think they were working on an MMO, like... <laughs> farming sim a while back but like i could not remember what it was called and i did not mm-hmm. feel like looking it up and i haven't heard anything else about it so i don't think mm-hmm. it ever left beta and um i don't think they know there was like word in 2020 that there was going to be like a cartoon like an animated mm-hmm. series was going to be coming out in 2021 mm-hmm. that didn't come out there were supposed to be switch video games that were supposed to come out that didn't come out and it's kind um, of wild because i feel like those things would sell well and yeah. be a good revitalization. 
I don't know how they're going to be able to get like the kid market back if that's what they want. Um, I feel like that ship has sailed. I think that's sailed. I think that the only chance they have to kind of survive is to go after the original demographic that Adam and Donna intended, which is like young adults and kind of more cater the site, make it still, it's like, you know, still a place that kids can be, but Mm -hmm. you know, kind of go back to like the old way, like, you know, create more stories and more plots, Mm -hmm. um, you know, kind of like find ways to engage people with like the characters in the worlds instead of just like everyone um, fucking with mm-hmm. the stock market like they do now. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and then like with like the 2000s and nostalgia kind of coming back, um, I think I think there's potential. They need to work on some stuff before I will trust them for yeah. any any capacity. But right. you know, they've released like stuff at hot topic recently that had like mini backpacks i have an mm, absolute mm-hmm. sucker for the mini backpack they do i have you s- do like a good mini backpack <laughs> I, I just bought the garfield one <laughs> <laughs> when i buy a mini backpack i usually have coupons so i'm not spending the full price but i did spend the full price for the garfield one because it's exclusive to this like tiny store they so got you they got me real good <laughs> <laughs> And so I think that's Neopets. Austin, do you have any questions about anything I've said today? I mean, I will be watching the Black Market video as soon as we end this call and I eat lunch. Mm -hmm. Because you just, like, said that. Like, a super (laughs) casual, normal thing that you just, like, people just say. Uh, But I can now pretend that I took part in Neopets when people talk about Neopets. And I will, if you ever want to know anything else about Neopets, I can talk about, like... There's no more time. So I can't talk about like, oh, my favorite pet is a loop because uh-huh. it's just a wolf. And um, cougars are cool, too. Those are just a tiger with cool color stripes. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, And, you know, like how cool the fairy um, pets were because they all had like cool butterfly wings. Mm-hmm. And um, I could also talk about how Neopets needs to modernize and like get rid of some content. But there is no more time. I mean, I think it's absolutely wild that they have not, in this time where they are not really doing anything, just taken the site down and taken it out of HTML because like, they could just, just do stuff easier. Yeah, I don't know if there's just no money. Like, Jumpstart doesn't have any money to pour into this. I can't imagine but... there's a lot of no money, but like, if so, yeah. just like, hand it over to... I'm sure there are fans of Neopets that would gladly volunteer their time if they just like gave it to them. But then that's yeah, the like... thing, right? That if they gave it to someone... And there was someone who loved it, then they would probably like revamp it and it would explode again and there'd be money and then they'd be mad they didn't have money. Mm-hmm, exactly. It would get messy real quick. This isn't like recently there was a situation where Club Penguin, um, there was a fan version of Club Penguin that someone built mm. and um, that recently got like taken down. <laughs> and like mm-hmm. if you go to where the site used to be, there's like a thing from like, not the FBI, like the FBI equivalent of Britain. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's like a warning. Illegal. Yeah, that's like a, a thing pops up and says like, "There's legal action occurring here. Get out!" And it's like, oh, so I don't know what can be done. I'd like, yeah. I'd like to see. I would like them to show me what they could do, but they've also, um, they've also taken too much time to do it. Like they missed right. their window. And they're losing money at this point. Hopefully they're getting money from the merch and hopefully the NFTs crash and burn and they stop that shit. But Mm -hmm. during the heyday, there was like a trading card game and cereal and um, video games and like Mm -hmm. 
all this stuff. Like the video game is not just like a like a puzzle game. There is a puzzle mm-hmm. game, but the the first video game they released was not the puzzle game. It was oh, okay. like a full world RPG, um, like medieval RPG game, like platformer. It was mm-hmm. like oh, some work actually went into this. So. Huh. I I like Neopets. I could talk about it forever, but unfortunately, um, editing Brenda says stop. <laughs> right, right at this point, editing Brenda's like, "Shut the fuck up!" Oh my god, and, I've been yeah, sitting here like, so long. You're making this so hard for me. So, <laughs> thank you everyone for tuning in and listening to me rant about Neopets. What are some of your Neopets experiences? Please um, comment on our Twitter. Goodbye. <laughs> We're on TikTok now. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Our music was provided by Esperanza Garay Negron, and you can find their music on Bandcamp at knifenun.bandcamp.com. Our introduction was voiced by Cafe3G. You can find him under that handle on Twitter and Instagram. This podcast is a part of the Nacellecast Podcast Network. You can find us at Nerd Mysteries on Twitter. The show is edited and produced every week by the amazing host, Brenda. And as a reminder, please, please, please... For listening to Apple Podcasts, throw us a five-star review. Helps the show out a lot. Tell a friend about the show. And until next time, historians, see ya.